OHNH listeners, we are so happy that it's summertime, and we are so happy that you're joining us. My name is Heather Taves, and this is my sister and co-host, Heidi Bolt. Hi there, guys. We're glad that you're back with us. If you're a new listener, welcome. We're so glad that you clicked on this link to check us out. We are. Heidi, how would you describe the H&H Hour to someone who had never heard it before? Well, our tagline is this beautifully ordinary life. Yes. And so... We like to discuss things in life that can be ordinary, yeah, but that we can see beauty in. Right. Because we have found, Heather, in our journey of life, and many of our listeners have said the same thing and some of our guests, mm-hmm. that so often in life we overlook the little things right? because they don't seem like big victories or big wins. Or we or, feel ordinary. Yes. Like, I'm just ordinary. Uh, yeah. I'm just a stay-at-home mom or I'm I'm just a teacher. Yep. Um, but that so often... The ordinary things in our lives are what make us so unique and so mm-hmm. extraordinary. And don't you find that the more you talk to people and hear their stories and you just sit there and you're like, this is an amazing story. Yep. You're not ordinary at all. And sometimes it just takes someone else pointing that out. Mm-hmm. And I had the best idea today. Okay, sure. Okay. So I think we need to get mugs and super cool hats okay. and super cool tank tops Okay. that say ordinary is extraordinary. Oh, fun. Yeah. And then we can send them out to some of our listeners. How fun would that be? Yeah, wouldn't that be so much fun? Yeah. We should. We can have our awesome graphics person, our sister Holly, design mm-hmm. them for us. The other one That's I th- such a fun idea. I know. The other one that I thought would be really cute is to say, because we always say this on this podcast, is um, the little things are actually the biggest things. Yes, we do say that a lot, don't yeah. we? Yeah. Wouldn't that be fun? Wouldn't those be yes. fun to have on a shirt or, or a fun hat? So fun. So if this is something you would love, shout out to us on this Instagram and maybe we'll send you one. Oh, oh fun. Yeah, we have to get a maid first. Well, yeah. But if enough people, here's here, this would be so fun. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. If if they share this Instagram post, okay. Okay, with a like share it on their social sure. media, then we will Hook for them whoever up. does that, we will get one made and we will send it to them. And okay. it'll be a surprise. It might be a coffee mug, it okay. might be a tank top. Fun. Okay, I love this. Okay. I don't usually like surprises, but I guess this is good. It won't be a surprise for me. <laughs> I know. Okay, but here's the deal. We're not going to tell that. We're not going to show that challenge on our Instagram. Okay, so, so they have, they to, have, have listened. to have listened in order to oh, be fun. qualified for this. So if someone else wants to be able to be in the running, you need to share this podcast with yes. your friend. Yes. So they can get some swag. And they're not even designed yet, so it's going to be like... <laughs> We did not have this planned. No. We just decided on a whim. But that's the cool thing about being the host of your own show is you get to decide for a podcast you want to do something and then just implement it. You can just throw it out there mm-hmm. and say, we'll make this happen. <laughs> <laughs> so, Heather, how exciting. I heard that your son just had an in-the-park home run at baseball this oh, evening. Oh, my goodness. He did. That is so awesome. I know. That's so fun. So fun. Ten years old. That's a pretty big accomplishment. That is. That is a really big accomplishment. But you know what's so fun is that your son plays on the field parallel yes. to my son. Yes. So they're five and ten. Yes. And they're the best buddies. So sweet. Um, but they can see each other from the fields that they play on, which yeah. is so cute. So fun. And Crosley looks up to Bennett to the point where he said to me today, we were driving through Chick-fil-A, not the most proud moment in my world where it's like, hey, son, you're getting ready to play a baseball game. Let's grab fast food. <laughs> Well, but at least it's Chick-fil-A. It was a 5.30 game, so that's what you got to do, you know. But so we were driving through, and I said, oh, do you, would you like a lemonade? And he says, no, Mom, I'm going to stick with the water. Benny says you shouldn't drink anything before baseball other than water. <laughs> so I think from now on, if I need 
Crosley to do anything. I'm just gonna have it come through Benny about baseball. That's really good. Oh, I love it. That's so good. So, how's your summer been so far? Because we're let's see, we're officially this is would be our third week, just starting our third week of summer. Yeah, it's been great. It really has been. Um, It's been a fun. Just change of pace. Good. To not be in school mode. Yeah. Um, to have slower mornings, to um, just really be able to, I feel like, be very present with my kids, which sounds funny as a stay-at-home mom. Right. But I did realize, um, I think in the last maybe few months, mm-hmm. just kind of feeling like I was more driven a little bit by getting everything done each day, uh-huh. like the schedule. Like and the like to-do list. Yeah, yeah, fitting it all in. Like, hey, yeah. guys, come on, let's finish up lessons. Like, you know, just fitting it all in, uh, in part because as a busy mom, mm-hmm. as a little family, like there is a lot There's to There's a lot accomplish. to do. Yeah. Right, just to keep your head above water. Exactly. Right. Um, but it has been so nice because we've just been taking slow mornings and it's been beautiful in the mornings. Mm-hmm. So we're usually outside by 7.15 mm. and we have breakfast on the patio and I sit and have my coffee on the patio and... I'm not romanticizing this. This Mm -hmm. is real life. Yeah. My boys jump on their little riding tractors and, um, you know, Collins is big enough where she can kind of crawl around and walk around now. And yeah, so it's been good because it's just been slower. That's so good. A little bit. What about you? Um, Mine's been the exact opposite. A little crazy? Of slow. Yeah, a little crazy. Um, Good. I mean, so much good stuff. So just a few days after we ended school we took our family vacation we always take a we our family is really we find a lot of value in travel Mm -hmm. and because my husband travels and and I want to say this because I think a lot of people you know they see my Instagram and they think oh they just they just travel all these places and but it really is only because my husband travels extensively for work and so he gets all these air miles right and we get to use those for our family trips which is such a blessing there's no way we could ever afford to fly you know all these places that we fly if it weren't for those air miles. Well, and I hope you don't mind if I say this, and if you do, you can edit it out. That's true. But um, did you told me that when you guys flew to California, you flew for free yep. with air miles, mm-hmm. and then your accommodations, most of them were free, except for a few nights. Yep. Right? Yeah, because of hotel points. That's an amazing... And so, but then we chose to do an Airbnb, you know, which yeah. we paid for. And sure. So I just, you know, I think it... And that's just because it's something our family really values, right. and we put our, our extra resources and money into right. that. But... um. So before you move on, yeah, I just had a woman tell me tonight that um, she recently got to take a trip, but she struggled because she felt like some people close to her were um, negative about yeah. the fact that she got to travel right. and they didn't. Um, and it's something that she so needed. She needed that trip. Yeah. Um, so I think, and that's why I say that about your tickets, is I think it's so easy for us to look at people's lives through Instagram right. or Facebook. Think that they've just got a million dollars and they've got everything they want well yeah like well if I could afford to travel I would too right but yet not really realizing the sacrifice on your part right that your husband's gone a lot lot. yeah a lot I mean I tell people all the time that you know yes I get to travel a lot but it comes at a price and that price is that my husband is gone a lot 40 percent of our lives right which is Um, a big deal so and and we have learned how to navigate that and we've learned how to appreciate yeah but for us it really and I think also for our family and you can relate to this a little bit but we're so present here when we're here with people right and we love it Mm -hmm. every moment of it so sometimes and we always have people in our home and so sometimes for us to actually take a deep breath and rest we have to get away yeah um so anyway so all that to say it was a little rabbit trail but (laughs) 
um, we went on a trip, our family trip. Yeah. So we try to take one big trip a year and then, you know, maybe a couple little ones, sure. weekend type things. We went to California. We flew into LAX and we met some of our dear, dear friends that we met 17 years ago when, you when lived we lived there. out there yeah. and they didn't have kids and we didn't have kids and we reconnected with them. We've, we've seen them the last few years, but now, now they have kids and we have kids and we stayed at this awesome resort on the beach and we just played frisbee in the sand and laid by the pool and laughed and reminisced and our kids were literally this, this place, this pool just had this awesome pool and and area for the kids to play and ping pong tables and we hardly saw them all day long (laughs) wow okay so I know that for you like in this season of your life that's unimaginable right now because you're little little, yeah yeah (laughs) like the pool with you right now is like like juggling two babies yes yes. so and for me five years ago that was unimaginable as well right but now you know my kids are old enough that I'm like checking every hour every hour (laughs) and they would and um so that was so much fun. That's so great. Then we left our friends and we drove from... Well, let me pause. I think yeah. that might be a word for someone. Yeah, that's good. To know, like, seasons change so quick. So quickly. Don't despise the season you're in. No. Whatever it is, if you're crazy busy with your littles yep. and you never have a moment to yep. yourself, yep. one, reach out to someone that loves you and yep. let them give you a moment. Mm-hmm. But two, like, it does change so, so fast. fast. And every season is so much fun. Yeah. And, and has its highs and its lows. Yeah. The downside of having older kids is that they, d- they don't go to bed early. Yeah. So like we used to have these, you know, 6.30 bedtimes <laughs> and now it's 9.30, 10 o'clock and yeah. my son's like, I'm not tired. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so go so, on. Okay, so then we drove um, from Southern California up to Napa mm-hmm. and beautiful wineries. Amazing. My husband had booked a um, picnic table at one of these wineries and you take your own food and you buy a bottle of wine and you have to book the picnic table well it's like <laughs> high end very okay. nice so it's like, like it's at an in, actual winery in the winery okay okay so and and so you book the picnic table and it's it's gated and all this oh, okay okay this beautiful area okay. so we did that and our kids were very um supportive of us doing that they knew this was our thing (laughs) (laughs) they're remembering their hours of ping pong that's right um and then we drove all the way through northern california which i was just so blown away by this so southern california we went down there all the time when we lived there um but then northern california is like a completely different state had you never done that we had only gone to Napa. I oh, had only, okay. Chris had been up there before, okay. but I hadn't gone any further than Napa Valley. So once you get past Napa Valley, I mean, it is literally like you're you're just in forest. Hmm. It is. I've never seen so many trees in my whole life. They were. It was crazy, and it's remote too. Like our phones did not work half the time we were driving through Northern California. It's almost unimaginable. I know, I know. So then we drove all the way into Oregon. And then stayed on the Oregon coast mm-hmm. and then finished our trip in Portland and flew home. But we drove 1,500 miles. That with a seven yeah. and 10 year old. Yeah, it was awesome. That's really incredible. Yeah. So, cute story from when you guys were gone. So, Juliet and Crosley are BFFs mm-hmm. attached at the hip. They do everything together and they started to go through withdrawal. And so, they began to FaceTime each other a lot. Yes. And you guys were at the Airbnb that was shaped like the little. A. Yep. A-frame. Yeah. yeah. And she FaceTimed him and said, she said, hi, Auntie Heidi, I need to talk to Cross. Okay, Jules. Cross, Jules, he's on the phone. He gets on the phone and she's like, Crosley, we are at this amazing Airbnb. You are not going to believe it. Okay, Crosley, watch. Check out these steps. 
here I am walking up the steps as she's showing him the phone, the steps. Okay, Crosley, watch. Here I am walking down the steps. <laughs> and he was equally as impressed as with she was steps. with the steps. She was literally in love with the steps. It was cracking me up. It was pretty fascinating to her because it was this tiny little loft. Okay. And the steps were like straight up. <laughs> So she was so impressed with them. Well, he was impressed because she was impressed. But it just, it reminded me like, hey, it really is the little things in life that you can be so impressed by. The ordinary thing? Yes. It was really cute. So cute. She reminded me so much of of you and myself when we would go on vacation. (laughs) She went up this, these little steps up to their room. They had two double, or two twin beds. And she unpacked everything. And she found places for Benny's hats and for her coats. And she like, she kept her side of the room perfect. And she wanted her bed made every morning. And she was hollering at Benny because (laughs) his side was a mess. That's not like them. Um, There's not like her at all. No. No. She's usually my messy one. Yeah. Huh. Interesting. Yeah. So that was so much fun. We, and then two days after we got back, um, Chris's parents came to visit right so from Canada yeah so you know that was awesome to have them here so it has been uh just a whirlwind yeah so far yeah. and I it's not going to stop yeah for a couple weeks but that's okay um so July and August mm-hmm. I'm sort of like reining it in and yeah. saying no to a lot more things and going okay we do have to have some quiet peaceful summer some white space some white space yeah so that's kind of there's a whole nother thing going on, but we'll talk about that in a second. I think it's, yeah, I do want to hear about your story, about your week. But um, I do think it's important for us to learn how to say yes to the best so that yeah. we can focus on what needs to be focused on. Um, and to know that saying no doesn't mean that you're a mean person or right. you don't love people. Right. Um, yeah, I had to learn that one a while yeah, ago. Learning how to prioritize. But I also think in the same token, um, and you do this really, really well, but I think people can get very selfish with their time. Mm-hmm. Um, and they can get so used to saying no yeah. that they fail to say yes when they should be. It's true. Um, I've been kind of running across that a lot recently where I feel like people are missing out on what God's mm-hmm. got right in front of them yeah. because they're so stuck in their own schedule in their own space yeah in their own needs yeah, and it's good you know even jesus himself mm-hmm. came not to be served but to serve right. that's so true and i think when our eyes are so centered on on our own time and our mm-hmm. own space mm-hmm. we do miss out on what's right around us right in yep. front of us yeah that's so um good. so i just i'm speaking to myself as well just rem- remembering that that's what we're here for. That's right. Is to That's serve right. and well, and I I have learned that. So we ha, you know we've had this crazy busy season or you know it's been a short season but few weeks. But there is even something about sort of accepting that and going mm-hmm. okay I know that this is this is a moment this is this is going to last for a little a little while right. and then we're going to have some white space yeah and being okay with that absolutely and like being being able to go there's still so much joy in this yes um and that's sort of where I've had to sit as this yep. all this has been happening yeah. is finding and fi- and honestly Heidi and we say this all the time and I think we're going to keep saying it till Jesus comes back <laughs> if I did not have my the word of God right every single morning yep. to start with yep. it would I would be a different person yeah. I would be stressed out I'd be grumpy mm-hmm. um but truly and I don't say this to 
put myself up on any kind of a pedestal, I say this because I know there's some people out there who desperately need to find this as well. Yes. But it is like my lifeline. Yep. Okay, so I just overheard someone speaking to you recently, and she said to you, Heather, I finally get it while you're constantly saying, Yeah. Read your Bible. Yeah. Read your Bible. Get in God's word. Yeah. And I just thought it was so cool because, you know, she's a a, a newer mom, and she's married, Mm -hmm. and you know, has things to juggle in her life and mm-hmm. she's getting it. That yeah. That's the only thing that really grounds you. Yeah. Um, cause life's going to keep happening. It's going to keep going. Yep. And there's yep. going to be hard seasons and there's going to be good seasons yep. and there's going to be seasons where you don't think you have time. Right. Um, and I think that you can't afford not to. Right. So. I agree. So fill us in on your week head cause it's, it's been a little bit, it's been a week. It's been interesting. You've had Hashtag. a lot of, Hashtag, I don't know. Hashtag crazy. <laughs> hashtag surviving. Survival mode. So long story short, okay. Chris and I own a small house okay. that we do not live in. Okay. We we bought, it was our first home. Okay. We brought our babies home to it. Yes. We lived there for eight years, yep. almost eight years, and we loved it. Yes. And we kept it so, you were there, you yeah. know. It was Love this that adorable house. little bungalow, very yep. sweet and homey. We had lots of people over into it. A lot of love was in that house. Yes. And um, God blessed us so immensely with the house that we currently live in, yep. and we moved in four years ago, and it has met and exceeded every need that we've had. And so we rented out our okay. cute little bungalow okay. because we were able to keep it. And that yep. was such a blessing. And at the time, our children were in private school. Right. And the rent from that paid for our children's education, for, That's paid right. for their schooling. And it really was the only way that they would have been able to go to Christian school okay. for those couple of years. Then God called us to homeschool. And we decided to go ahead and keep the, the rental house. Um, long story short, for two years, we've had some people living there. And um, just this past week, they moved out. Okay. And let's just say that the house was not in the same condition mm-hmm. as we gave it to them in. Right, because it was a not an ideal situation. Not an ideal situation on a lot of levels. Uh, many, many levels. Um, <laughs> just so much grace from my husband yes. to these people. Mm-hmm. Uh, enormous amounts of grace right. to them. And so... When we walked in on Wednesday morning mm-hmm. to go figure out what we needed to do to turn it around, let's just say I thought my head was going to explode right. from anger. Right. And um, we have a sweet, sweet family getting ready to move into it. Right. And they're so excited. Um, but it, it was even close to being ready right. for them to move into. A lot needed to happen for it to even be safe for them to live in. When it wasn't as if, I mean, they are moving from another state, right? You know, to where we live, and so they were coming, coming, yeah, and expecting this <laughs> yes. house, yes, yeah. So, so, um, I think there's I, this is what I want to talk about because there is a thing called righteous anger, right? And righteous anger is something that is w- when you have this anger that is um, rightly placed. Even Jesus had that. You know, he went into the temple, which is the church mm-hmm. in the New Testament where the Jews would go, the people would go to worship. And there were people selling goods and money changers. And he went and he threw them out. He got angry and he threw the tables over and he's, you know, he he got angry and he threw them out of the temple. And that would be considered righteous anger. 
He had every right to be angry. Right. Okay, so I feel like there was a little bit of that. There was some righteous anger. Okay. I had every right to be angry. What is your property? It was my property. And yes, there was, and I, yes. Yes, to, and it was not cared for. Exactly. But then, Heidi, I found myself, that righteous anger, turning into hatred. Okay. And bitterness. Mm-hmm. And thoughts that wouldn't stop. Yeah. That just kept going and going and going and going and, and went deeper and deeper into yeah. worry and yeah. fear and frustration. And, and I realized that my righteous anger had turned into sin mm, yeah, because of what I was allowing it to take hold in me mm-hmm. and produce in me. Yeah. And I wasn't showing the fruits of the spirit, yeah. love, joy, patience, kindness, yeah. gentleness, yeah. self-control. Yeah. And so I'll just be honest for about a half a day as I'm scraping grease mm. off of the stove, mm-hmm. this very nice stove that was in this house. I was very angry. Yeah. And some dear friends came and helped me and my sister came and, you know, they were so gracious to come and help me and I'm so grateful for that. Um, But I just had this moment where I realized that what was happening was ruining me in that moment Mm. and my heart was becoming hard and my heart was becoming very bitter and I did not want to sit there. Mm -hmm. I did not want to sit in that. And so I really had to go, Jesus, you take it. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm, I don't want hatred. I don't. I don't want what has already happened to further damage me. Right. Like it's my house is damaged. Right. I can deal. Right. I don't want my heart to be damaged. Right. And that's what was happening. Right. And so I just had to get alone with Jesus, and we had to have a little come to Jesus meeting, a little hash it out. <laughs> yep. And um, I guess the word that I just want to really say, I want someone to hear, is that it's so easy for us to wallow mm-hmm. in self pity yes and in it even in in like we i have every right to be angry or mm-hmm. i have every right to be hurt this was done to me i have mm-hmm. every right to be in this place to take up an offense to take up an offense yeah. but what is that doing to your heart right what is it going to change mm-hmm. in you probably it's going to harden your heart right and it's going to bring pain and bitterness that is really hard to get rid of if it takes root and takes hold in there yeah well because you know that affects everything around you yeah when you're in your half a day of frustration yeah when you're in that space yeah probably your kids sensed it probably people around you could sense it right probably you know you were not the best version of who you can be for sure not and I, i don't want to i want i don't want to make light of very traumatic situations that people go through that that it's more than a half a day of of anger right okay sure, i'm not i'm sure. not downplaying any of that i understand this was very small in comparison to what some people have done to them and sure. have to go through but what i'm saying is that we have the power to overcome right and um i just i felt like the lord was saying you already have victory now walk in complete victory mm-hmm. walk in complete joy mm-hmm. um walk in it like you mean it like you believe it and so I did I chose to do that and it really like the situation didn't get better in fact it got worse it did <laughs> <laughs> it got worse if you can believe it but yeah. um but my heart and my attitude just did a 180 a complete change and yeah. I'm so grateful for that because I still had a lot of things this week that I needed to be a part of yeah. and people I needed to love and serve right and I wouldn't have been a very good representation of Jesus had yeah. I stayed in that wallowing place of, of anger and mm-hmm. sin. It was yeah. sin. 
Um, yeah, so that was a beautiful thing. What I love so much is that, well, one, I think it's cool that you said you recognized it, mm-hmm. that it needed a change. But then I also love, I'm just picturing um, the grace that Jesus so mm. fully and happily gave you yeah. in that situation. And he went, yep, yeah, okay, let's move on now. Mm-hmm. And he, he doesn't hold it over you. He mm-hmm. doesn't hold our mistakes over us. His word says that when we repent, yeah. he takes our sin yeah. and he remembers it no more. Yeah. Not because he's a God that's forgetful, but because he's a God that chooses not to remember that's it. That's right. He chooses not to. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And so I think, I know I've done this, where someone wrongs me, yeah. they'll come and apologize and I will forgive them, and then I want to rehash why it was mad at them. I know. Yeah. And I'm probably we've all done this. Mm-hmm. Listener, you're probably nodding your head, going, mm-hmm. "I think I've done this." Yep. Um, and I think that that idea of giving grace mm-hmm. is it's what Jesus did for mm-hmm. us, right? Well, and can I tell you something that's so interesting? So I had that whole day, mm-hmm. and the next morning I woke up and I I was feeling really good. I was feeling really positive and walking in complete victory. Okay. And I pulled up Instagram okay and something popped up from my past okay and a hurt okay and I instantly wanted to pick up that hurt mm. and and it was almost like Satan said well okay I didn't get her yesterday trying to tempt so you I'm back gonna, yeah yeah I'm gonna try to get her to pick up this hurt yeah. and this this anger yeah and hold on to that for a minute yeah and and sit there in that mm-hmm. and man I had to I had to shut it down and say nope you're not gonna get me yeah mm-hmm. you didn't get me yesterday you got me for a little bit but you're not gonna get me in this today and so don't don't get complacent because it's when we get complacent and we stop recognizing the arrows the fiery darts that yeah. are that are flying at us which is from Satan right um, that we fall into those traps Absolutely. of settling there in that anger and in that whatever, the hurt or whatever it is. Well, I love that you're being vulnerable enough to share what you're, what you're going through. Yeah. Um, and as your best friend, I get to some of the, there, there are a lot of details there right. that probably people would be like, well, girl, I'll take up an offense for you. But yeah. that's not the point. The no. point is that, you know, Jesus's grace is right. winning in this situation. Right. And I think that this is um, something much bigger is yeah. happening than what we can see right now yeah. in this situation. Um, and even in just the way your husband has handled all of this. Yeah. Um, yeah. What an example of right. of forgiveness. Yeah. Um, I generosity. Know I, generosity. Yep. I kept thinking of the story that Jesus tells mm-hmm. where um, this person owes a great debt mm-hmm. and he's forgiven the debt. Um, yeah. And again like that's that's what Jesus chooses to do for us mm-hmm. and i think um if we don't walk in that we don't get to receive it right we so, don't get to see the miracles either no you know i for us this is might sound silly to some people and for me it was huge for us it was huge we were i had already gone to the carpet store mm-hmm. and they were going to our carpet was only 5 years old yeah. but it was ruined and yeah. so we went in to go in and just replace the same order okay. again and my mother-in-law actually that morning said hey don't don't you think there might be hardwood floors under there and i was like oh i'm positive there's not because we put the hardwood we put the carpet in 5 years ago and if there had been i would have kept the hardwood floor right cuz the rest of the lower level was yeah. hardwood and like no no questions asked i would have kept the hardwood floor and we got over to the house. I'm like, let's just, we're going to pull it up anyway. Let's just pull it up and see. Underneath that awful soiled carpet was beautiful, finished, matching hardwood floor. 
So how, like how, how, how did that happen? <laughs> well, two things. Okay. One, Jesus could have put it there. He I could have. I fully believe that he could have just laid that. He was a carpenter. The night you know? before. Could have yep. happened. Could have happened. <laughs> Hashtag Jesus the carpenter. Yeah. Um, no, what I think happened is that there was a grate and we had pulled up the carpet to look when we placed it the first time. And right there, there's one tiny little small, like patch. two foot patch okay. that had, that isn't hardwood floor okay and so I think we had pulled that up and been like oh no there's no hardwood here and when the carpet layers came we were home wow so we didn't even know so right there that saved us eight hundred dollars we pulled that all up my in-laws bless their hearts worked and sweated and just served us so well it was so so beautiful of them yeah pulled up all the staples and the corner round the original corner round is still in the basement so I can literally just go downstairs and like pop it back in and so so like so many blessings in the midst of this really crazy stressful situation yeah and God is so faithful that's so cool yeah that's so cool so uh, as you were talking about this carpet being pulled back Mm -hmm. Heather I think that emulates our lives a lot of times where God has this beautiful story he wants to write in our life Mm. and he gets to the point where he has to start to pull back some layers Mm -hmm. so that he can begin to reveal what he wants to do Mm, for us what's underneath yeah and it doesn't feel good and it doesn't look right yeah and we get uncomfortable Mm -hmm. and so we want to put it back down yeah and we we miss out on those beautiful hardwood floors so we put down the dirty ugly soiled nasty carpet or we don't even let him pull it fully back so that we can get to that point of beauty that's good so Um, how do we do that though like I think that's one thing to say that right but like practically how do we do that uh well I think you said it and we have said it it's harder to do than yeah it sounds so good but to implement it is being in God's word yeah is start and it might have to start as a discipline Mm -hmm. before you realize that it's something that you have to have um so like i would say that i don't like to go mornings without my coffee i also don't like to go mornings without getting some moments even if it's moments in god's word right because otherwise i do feel like i'm on in survival mode many days um like not in a bad way just trying to get it all in right and something happens when I spend time in God's mm-hmm. word. Like, I feel like my hours are expanded. Yeah, it's supernatural for sure. Yeah. And it, my energy is different. And um, so I think it starts there. Yeah. I really do. I think it starts there. Like I said, even if it's a few moments, because God's word does change us. It does. And it, it his word says that it's alive and active. It's yeah. living. Yeah. And so he can speak to us in the moment of, whatever we're going through, Mm -hmm. because he knows. Mm -hmm. And that's him pulling back the layers to try and reveal what is within us. Right. Because he's placed that beauty. He's placed that that perfect desire of Mm -hmm. who he has made us to be Mm -hmm. and that design. Um, But I think just so often we don't let him do the work that needs to be done in order for us to even realize that it's there. So good. That he can use us. I just said to a friend today, I said, I think a lot of times, any of us, because I've experienced this several times in my life, when you start reading the Bible every day, you say, okay, I'm going to read my Bible every single day. It takes a while Mm -hmm. for it to actually kick in. Yes. Like it takes days, right? weeks, sometimes months of doing it consistently. It's just exactly what what you said. It has to start as a discipline. Yep. 
you know, you're like when you work out, okay, mm-hmm. the first couple days, the first few weeks you work out. It's kind of rough. You might feel a little bit better, but you don't really see super good results right. until you've done it for a while. Right. And I think like if, if you start reading your Bible every day and you're like, I just don't feel like it's doing anything. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like it's making a difference. Keep at it. Yeah. Don't give up. I promise you. You get to a point where you're literally like, I need this. Yep. Like I need Oxygen, yeah. I'm thinking of someone specific that I know. I know specifically when she started reading her Bible on a daily basis Mm -hmm. because she shared with me that she was going to. And I'm telling you what, Mm -hmm. the fruit Mm -hmm. I'm seeing come out of her life is so obvious. Yeah. Um, And I just people around her that mm-hmm. are noticing it right it's it's really profound yeah um so i think that it's it's not only benefiting us and our spirit um but it's in turn benefiting other people because of what is coming out of us because we're loving better yeah. we're leading better we're living our lives more honoring um, we're, we're gentler with our children yes with our husbands we're more we're patient <laughs> we give more grace yes it's good it's really good so i just this this is something the other day that I felt like the Lord showed me, and maybe it was just profound to me, but I thought it was so, so good. Um, it's from Psalm 143, and it just says, um, Let me hear of your unfailing love each morning, for mm-hmm. I am trusting you. And then this is part that I just loved. Show me where to walk, for I give myself to you. So two actions, one from God, show me where to walk, yep. and one from us, an action, I give I give, the word give, myself to you. And then the next one, rescue me from my enemies, Lord. I run to you to hide. Again, God's action, rescue me. My action, I run to him. Yeah. Okay, so like he's he's doing his part and then we have to do our part. Yeah. And then the next one, teach me to do your will for you are my God. This one, I love, may your gracious spirit lead me forward. Yeah. And just that idea, this is, this is what I saw in my head. I saw someone moving we always talk about moving towards God, okay? And I saw someone walking, but they were walking aimlessly. Mm. They were moving, but they were moving in their own disjointed path. Okay. Okay? And then I saw someone walking in a straight line forward. Mm-hmm. And that's the difference. Like, we can be moving in our own direction. Mm. Yeah. But moving in our own direction is just as ineffective as standing still yeah that's good and so the holy spirit and i love how it's just the gracious spirit leads me gracious Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. he's not he's not this this holy spirit that's constantly berating us Mm -hmm. because we're not doing the right thing or because we're not following him he's gracious and it says he leads me forward always moving forward and maybe that's a word for someone but i just thought that was so beautiful that god's doing his part and then we do our part and it's always moving forward yeah. Well, I want to give a practical note. So I'm sitting here. You've, you've got your Bible right here. Mm-hmm. Um, and these things that God has spoken to you mm-hmm. was this, uh, within the last couple of days or whatever, mm-hmm. you yeah. have, um, you've noted it in your Bible. You've mm-hmm. underlined the verses that have that stood out to you. Yeah. And you've made a note by them as to what was spoken to you through that verse and in that moment. Right. Um, and I think that that is so important and crucial. I think a lot of times people think like, well, I can't mark up my Bible. But when you do, mm. you begin to become so much more attached to it mm-hmm. and it becomes so much more personal. Yeah. Um, and then you also remember what God spoke has spoken yeah. to you. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so I find so often when I look through my Bible and I start to look through the notes I've made, right. I'm like, 
oh my oh, goodness, I God for- has been so good to me. Yes. And he's spoken to me yes. so much. Like I forgot that prom. I forgot he spoke to, you know, that promise. And I always put dates in mind too. I do too. You know, because then I could go back and I can remember, oh, he spoke that word to me. And I remember one on 9-11. Yep. I, I felt like God gave me this passage. It was specific for what, you know, every American was going through and yeah. feeling in that moment. And I still have it in my Bible marked, you know, 9-11, yeah. um, 2001. Yeah. And, um, that's such a good word. That's so good for someone. And, and don't worry about marking up your Bible. I mean, it's there's nothing sacred about the actual physical the pages, pages themselves, right? It's all in the words of the you know the Holy Spirit yeah. given words. And if it so. gets too busy, go buy a new go one. Get a new one and, and start, start over. over and <laughs> keep the notes in your old one. Yeah, yeah, that's so, so good. I, I did that once. So I, like probably six or so years ago, I bought a new one and started, started over. over. And mostly because some of the pages were really truly starting to fly out, and I didn't want to lose them so. right and I yeah. wanted to keep it intact so mine's sort of coming apart the bindings off yeah. but you know it's all right it's got some good years left in it still yeah it does so Heather as we get ready to wrap up this yep. chat let's switch gears a tiny bit okay so you talked about in the beginning needing a little bit of like pause and quiet and white space right um and so I have a five-year-old, a two-year-old, and a one-year-old. Yes. So my world has been a lot of baby for quite a while. Yeah. Which has been such an awesome blessing. And yes. I've looked forward to this season so long. Yes. Um, but I also really, really like my husband. And you I want do. to hang out with him too. <gasps> Good. Um, and it's so exciting. I'm not going to chat a ton about it. But yeah. your hubby is getting ready to hit the four-zero mark. Yes. The, the big, big 4 which is kind of hard to believe. I know. Because... I feel like we should be 25. Well, I remember, like, being young and babysitting mm-hmm. for, like, young 30-year-olds, <laughs> and I thought they were so old. Oh, no! We're and there! we've passed that. We've and, passed it. But, um, yep. anyway, so we are to have this awesome opportunity yes. to be blessed with a vacation. A, yeah. a dream we trip together. for a long time. Forever ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, to celebrate Chris. Can I, just can I be... tell the hashtag? Because yes. I just think it's so funny. I actually don't know if it's the official hashtag or not, okay. but it's the one that I like the best. Yes. Hashtag Chris is 40 and we are not. <laughs> Rub it in much? Yeah. Yeah. He's the first one, so we kind of yes. have to. Yeah. Kind of got to pave the way. Yep. Um, so anyway, we've been leading up to this trip and my little one-year-old, um, so we're coordinating with you guys and right. with Chris's brother and his wife. Yep. So there was a lot of work schedules to work around. Right. And it was kind of like, what's the earliest we can be gone? And so I was like, um, I have to wean my baby. I have a baby. So yeah, it's been a little bit of a process to kind of yeah. like force her to be weaned. Oh. Because we're going to be out of the country. Which is stressful for you. A little bit. But she's staying with my parents and she adores mom. Yeah. And loves her so much. Yeah. And so they're going to be in great hands and cared for so, so well. But it will be literally the first time I've ever been away from her overnight and I'm leaving the country and you're for leaving nine days. the United States of America soil. Yes. <laughs> but you know what? It's it's brought up this question in my heart is, okay. do I really trust Jesus with the things that are the most important to me? Yeah. Like, really, truly, you know, people are like, okay, let's talk about our favorite things. I'm not really that driven by things. I mean, yes, yeah. I do like nice stuff. Yeah, right. But things don't motivate me right you know like if it's just yeah I'm not super driven by that sure I'm super into my kids yeah like my kids are real (laughs) real valuable to me yeah um and so that whole thought of leaving them and especially my one-year-old she just turned one yeah 
my sweet little boys are she's someday gonna be like mom what the boys got to nurse until they were 16 months you (laughs) cut me off hashtag chris is 40 and we are not (laughs) just show her that hashtag it's uncle chris's fault (laughs) but um no so it's just really it's i've had to walk through that journey of like okay jesus do i really trust you as much as i say i do with my children to take care of my children while i'm yeah across the sea yeah and the cool thing is the answer is yes i do yeah um, and I'm not worried about them. Yeah. I'm, my mom is so competent. She raised seven children. Right. She's like probably the most competent person I could ever leave her with. Yes, exactly. Um, she loves them so well. They are elated to be going to grandma and papa as they think it's the greatest adventure ever. Um, so that's so exciting. But the thing I love the most is, well, one, we're going to get to connect with you guys. You mm-hmm. guys are our best friends. Mm-hmm. We're going to get some really quality time to mm-hmm. rest. Yeah. Um, it's like sleep in. I don't even know. You don't even know what that looks like, what that feels like. I don't. I, I don't. I'm going to be knocking on your door at like 11. Probably like, not. Heidi. I'll probably Heidi. still be up. Yeah, you will And be. like, because my body will wake <laughs> me up. Yeah. Um, But anyway, it's just, it's exciting to get to be in that season where I'm like, wow, I, I am going to be kid free for a little while to pour back into my marriage. Yeah. Um, Because I think that's so important. That is something, that's a relationship I want to make sure I'm always investing in. Because someday the kids will leave. They will. Mm -hmm. And I still need to like my man. So you get to actually be like all Heidi. Yeah. And not like Heidi mom. Right. I'll take off the mom hat for a while. That's so fun. Well, I'm just so grateful to have our mom who is willing to put that back on. Yeah. Because that's a big deal. It is. You know, she's not 30 anymore. She's still young and super vibrant and healthy and... But um, that's a big deal to have that's a lot three little of responsibility ones for that many days. That. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm so proud of you too because that's that's hard. It's hard to wean your baby to know it's your last. It and has you, been a little emotional. Yeah, a little emotional. Yeah. Um, but what a fun season you're entering. Yes. And how exciting that you get to kind of kick it off with yeah. this dream trip with your husband. Yep. And and we're actually should I tell him? Sure. Okay. We are going to record an H and H chat from this location it's gonna be so fun i know so fun so we'll get to just describe all that we're seeing yes it's going to be great so all that to say yes we are creating this white space for Mm -hmm. our marriages for our friendship just to Mm kind of reset and Mm -hmm. refresh and it's going to be great but that being said Mm -hmm. it is vacation right so we are going to pause so sweet listeners we're going to take one week off yep so next week you will not hear an h and h podcast if you missed some of the early episodes like go back Mm -hmm. listen to some of those earlier ones um catch up maybe share with a friend one of your favorite favorite ones and i have a great idea we can connect with them on insta um insta stories for sure yeah absolutely so still check out the instagram the h and h hour um but know that we won't be with you next week and we will catch you in two weeks for another episode of the h and h hour yeah we've got some fun guests coming up we do some great guests and some giveaways which are really fun So it's going to be good. All right. Well, thank you for listening. If you are not subscribed, go to iTunes and hit the subscribe button. We'd love to see that you're listening. And and if, as always, if you have any prayer requests, please jump on over to Instagram and shoot us a direct message. Yep. We would love to pray for you. When we say that we pray for you, we do pray for you. We value all of you so much. And we hope that you just are finding some space this summer Mm -hmm. to breathe in Jesus, Mm -hmm. to breathe in rest, and to, whether your life is busy or it's slow in the summer, make sure you're taking some time for Jesus, because that is really what is going to transform your life. We love you so much, and we'll talk to you in two weeks. Bye.